Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends, Rugby League Social Club, a podcast here to convince you that social media isn't a bad place, you just need to follow the right people. He converts, high and handsome. This is recorded live in front of no audience at the Darren Centre of Excellence Studios. Now if you follow us on the socials, you know that the Darren Centre of Excellence was parked out the front of the 8th Wonder of the World Leichhardt Oval, pulling the Darren Centre of Excellence up at the Mary Street entrance. So I'm looking at the Wayne Pierce here the whole time, Wayne Pierce Hill the whole time, looking at the scoreboard, thoroughly enjoying the uh, miserable weather inside the car. But you might also, I'm telling you this, because you might be hearing aeroplanes fly over the top, because thanks Leichhardt, that's what you cop. Um, but such a great spot to record the first half of this episode. I get most of this stuff down pre-game, so that uh, hopefully Merch and I in the car on the way home, after being at Sam's house, we can dissect what we saw. And all your support is turning up. Thank you very much. Yeah, brah! We like to start the show with some gratitude. Thanks to anyone who has ever given us a rating. You're awesome. If you haven't, feel free to do so. If you have, you can always do another one. You can also get involved. Just do it through your favourite socials. It takes a community to make a podcast, fam. Get involved. What a day for him. He's come here with nothing in his pocket and he's gone home with twice as much. Lovely dedication time. LLDs are brought to you by at Footy Smiles. This account is on all the socials and was created by legend at Jamie underscore B. It's all about putting a spotlight on positive rugby league stories. So big love, Footy Smiles. LLDs is everyone's chance to nominate a special someone in their lives. Could be a player, coach, team, referee, social media account, anyone you think deserves some love. And we are going to start by giving some love to a charity in the world of rugby league each week. It's a big shout to Manly's support of the Avalon Youth Hub. Avalon Youth Hub is a community service focusing on emotional well-being and associated issues, offering free one-on-one counselling, case management, mentoring and workshops to support young people in the Pittwater region. What a fantastic initiative. Obviously, all of the info that you might need is in the show notes. Um, happy 40 nil day to all the manly people out here listening. And you always love talking about that, uh, that 40 nil over the storm. And so congratulations for that. We have more LLDs, of course. So we asked for this special grand final edition, what your LLD situation would be. What would you love to see happen today on grand final day? We had a bunch at uh, underscore goddamn gun again. Loves an LLD. The king of LLDs. He wrote, Panthers to win extra time and Smith to play for one more year to try and win another premiership. At MoFo Storm fan, he tweeted, Storm, win by an odd number with Hughes to kick the field goal. Smith gets Churchill and sails off into the sunset. Goat, X, uh, sorry, hash next immortal, hash 430, hash NRL, hash NRL, GF. Uh, the 430 is about Smith playing his 430th game this game, which means if he does play again next year, he'll make 450, which is just unbelievable, really. Uh, David Hunter at David Hunter. Seriously, he's sorry, he said a triple reverse, uh, tying the score at 63-63. Imagine 63. That's so many, so many points in a, per minute. He said, seriously, a high-quality free-throwing free game. Oh, my God, I've had such a big weekend, boys. And girls, it's it's tying my tongue up. In fact, tonight, hey Sam's uh, got us all going to his house for the party, but I think I'm only having two beers because I'm worried I'm going to light up again. But anyway, seriously, high quality free 
flowing game that comes down to a vital play near the end. I am partial um, a little to the Storm until I remember that Brandon Smith plays for them, and he's a douche. Wow! That's not a commonly held uh, view about Brandon Smith. There you go, David Hunter. Thanks, mate. Bit refreshing. At Simpsons hash NR uh, underscore NRL, Cameron Smith announces his retirement just after James Hooper goes to bed Sunday night. So the breaking news scoop he's wanted for months is all over Twitter when he wakes up on Monday morning. <laughs> and last one is from at Boa Daniel D. Bowers. Penrith wins 40-0 and Cam Smith loses his remaining hair, saving a try in the 79th minute. <laughs> it would be unbelievable and I think it, it probably would be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T for new listeners. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of rugby league. I love refereeing it and coaching it. I love reading about it and talking about it. When I'm not boring my patient wife and son with it, I'm on the socials emerging in it. And I'm very much spending my spare time listening to podcasts about it. So this week I would like to feature one. It's podcast-ish this week. I'm actually giving a shout out to 2RRR. It's a community radio station in Sydney. They have zero rugby league on their radio station, but stay with me fam. Because I'm in talks with getting on there, hopefully next year. So big shout out to 2RRR. Um, hopefully something happens. I'm putting a demo together next week after the grand final. I'm doing it with everyone's favorite other radio personality, Chris Gale. Everyone knows that Chris Gale is my fairy godfather, football fairy godfather. And so he's going to come on and do this show with me. It's a really exciting proposition. Obviously... Um, being on the radio would be absolutely rad. And introducing Rugby League to this community radio program is also going to be super exciting for Chris and I. So uh, I'm giving a shout-out to that radio program. Whether I get on or not, I've been listening to it for a few weeks now, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's an unusual mix of all parts of Sydney, so hopefully I get to be a part of it soon. And if not, big shout-out to 2RRR, and best of luck with everything in the future. That's my view. Of course, views are my own. If you want to hear more of my ridiculous views, you can find me on Michael Carboni's podcast, Chasing Kangaroos, and the Rugby League show for kids, Little Rugby League. <gasps> Speaking of Rugby League... Anybody watched a series of Rugby League games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. How good's Rugby League? I have been on the White Bay beers all weekend. Let's go football! Woo! Tamika Upton is a superstar of this competition. So, <clears throat> we a bit different than normal because it has been a wee bit different than normal season. Just had the pleasure of being, first of all, at my nephew's house, my brother-in-law's house, where I was able to watch the NRLW Grand Final between the between the uh, Broncos, who we all call the uh, Northern Texans, and the Roosters, or Hancocks as we also call them, I am also driving currently because I've been at their house, had a fantastic time, and then I was at Hey Sam Warden's house for the men's grand final later. So you will hear probably a car in the background. Uh, Hopefully you won't hear anything else. It'll just be me driving safely all the way back home. However, this is the first time I've been to Sam's house, so I may get lost. Girls game, uh, absolutely fantastic from the Briggs. It was all the Briggs. That lady cannot do any wrong. Short passing, incredible. Her kicking game, phenomenal. The other thing that has changed this year, I think I've already mentioned it before, is that the conversions are just so incredible these days, which was a real um, point that they were missing two or three years ago, but now they seem to be back. So 
they um, nailed that. But I thought the Roosters still played quite well. Still in that game for a lot of it. My girl, Batelli Vete Welsh, was excellent. Uh, and could have, if they'd won, probably been the uh, the difference. Because the halves just didn't turn up, unfortunately, for the um, Roosters. But forwards, Apton was great, particularly in the first half um, for the Broncos. And so they did it. Score? That's right. The points go to Palmer. Congratulations, buddy. It was 20 to 10. That was backed up by my incredible memory. Now, the trophy is going to Victoria. And so, to the later that night, we had Culture Club versus Cam Burglars. Possibly Cam Smith's last game. We still don't know. I'm still trying to find that out. <laughs> he was not too forthcoming. But, what a game. What a start. We had the Penrith Panthers looking the absolute... Um, they looked locked in. They just couldn't convert, but they looked locked in. They did look a little bit frantic, but um, it really looked like it was their game. Particularly the first set off the kickoff, the whole thing looked like it was going to go their way. Uh, Melbourne did what Melbourne would do, though, and they didn't panic. Um, they made things happen that other teams can't make happen. And, and you've got to keep thinking, it's got to come back to camp, right? Like, Not many teams just can stay the same a man of composure the entire decade. Um, but they they seem to. And there was a small period in the second half. I mean, uh, I shouldn't get off topic. We had Penrith looking the goods for the first 20, 25 minutes. Um, and we had Melbourne trying to push them away. And we knew that last last year when, when Roosters and Raiders were doing that, it looked like the, the Raiders should have converted a lot of those points or a lot of those opportunities. And the Roosters kept pushing them away. And eventually... We saw the Roosters break them. This wasn't as arm wrestly. It was actually a lot of attack. We had uh, like seven tries in that first half, although four of them, I think, were, were disallowed. I'm making all these stats up. Mario's shouting at me now. But by the way, how great is it to watch football with Mario? So I had Sharky, Dave, Mario, and Solzy all at Hey Sam's with the Viking Princess. Excellent audience. Excellent bunch of humans to try and watch football with. Um, all of us thoroughly enjoying not just the the football but also the social medias and so often when I watch football with people um, they watch the whole game and that's great and, the, and they have chats about you know what's happening in, in the game and in their own personal life but when you meet up with people who you just know from social media and this might sound weird to anyone who's not a big social media person because you know social media is an excellent place you just got to follow the right people Solzy, Mario, Sharky, Dave, Hayes, Sam, Viking Princess are all those type of people they're all the exact kind of people you want to hang out with because not only are they able to enjoy the game, but they're also able to keep an eye on what's happening on the socials. And that might sound anti-social to anyone who's not a big person on the socials, but it's actually excellent because what you then get is a billion people also talking about the game. And those guys will just chuck up some of the best bits they've seen. Um, and so often that's what happens when um, when you're doing social media, like Mario will see something great and then Mario will retweet it. But then you get it in real life and so you, you get instant reactions from all of them and... Um, yeah, I was thoroughly enjoying that aspect of it. So big thanks to Hey Sam uh, for hosting that in the COVID time. Um, but so 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 Mario's talking about my stats and how I'm getting those wrong, and that's okay, Mario. You're, you're allowed to. The um, so seven tries, excellent attacking play, super just oh, vibing the whole thing. And and at any stage, it did look like the Panthers could just put two of them, put two of them in, and then we'd be 
we'd have a game on, but Melbourne kept pushing them away. Funavalu had an excellent first half, so his excellent game last week against the Raiders continued into the first half of this game, and that uh, the intercept try was a real um, demonstration of that. But as we shifted in the second half, looked cooked. I think it was 20-0 or something crazy. Cameron Smith scores, which of course lit Mario up in a uh, in a shitty kind of way. But um, we had we had Penrith really looking cooked, and everyone in the room was saying, "That's it, game over." Which was fair enough because Melbourne often aren't going to give much of a, a, a lead. They have actually been a bit guilty of that this year. Um, I don't think they've lost to it, but they have given up some points, um, and that's what ended up happening. But Pappenhausen for the Storm. Even in a team that seemed to be maybe slipping out of the, the, well, on the scoreboard, they looked like they were slipping. Pappenhausen just was such a pillar of defense and offense, um, making great decisions, constantly around the ball, fitness at 11. Like to make a break like that at the 60th minute or whenever it was, put your head down, sprint that hard, outpacing everyone on the field, even people who have a head start over you. There seemed to be something wrong with Dylan Edwards in that run because he, he seemed to pull up a bit short. He had forwards out attacking him, but um, that was such a great run. And unfortunately, in that one, when you watch the you watch the head-on shot, you can see Ivan Cleary soul leaving his body, and he was really upset when he first threw that that intercept in the first half. Um, but by then, when you see the pap, I, I don't know if he got around Ivan, but he's certainly uh, sorry Nathan, but he's certainly in that part of the defensive part of the field and, and you can just see that he's he knows the game's gone and, he, and he's devastated about it. The scoreline in the end didn't show that. We did see Penrith make a bit of a push um, towards the end and it would have been absolute NRL chaos if we'd been able to see a last three seconds Penrith somehow jag a crazy try. But um, And the moment you have broken defensive line like which is what happened in that, that small period of time and you've got Lulawai running around like crazy, you know, you'd give them, well, you give them a chance, not a big chance, you'd give them a chance, but couldn't make it happen. Hey, Sam and I were quietly hoping by halftime when it was 20-0 that we might actually see 40-plus nil because that would then ruin Manly's 40-0 thing and then ruined by Melbourne, who were the ones who had the 40-0 put up against them, but wasn't a be great theory, wasn't a be. So, we, we move on now to State of Origin. I can't wait for that. And then we move on also to the West Tigers' massive year for 2021. I also would combat anyone who suggests that 2020 deserves a big asterisk because if really you should get a premiership and a half. I hate saying it now that Melbourne got it, but for anyone, like Warriors in Melbourne both lived way out of their comfort zones. All of them were in bubbles, but Warriors to be in another country and, and Melbourne to be in another state is just phenomenal. Um... A phenomenal commitment to the game and then also to be able to convert so well in such a time. Score. That's right. Congratulations, Mofo Storm fam. You're absolutely right. He said that the score was 26 to 20 and that's backed up by my incredible memory. We'll just have a quick chat about Cam Smith before I go. Uh, I think a lot of you, I know Mofo, Mofo Storm fam is an excellent legend out here celebrating um, that goat. Uh, and a lot of you aren't, which is also okay, um, but it's undeniable that he's the best player of, of our time now. He's the best player of now, for sure. I think it's futile to discuss if he's the best player of all time, because the game 
hasn't been the same for the last 10 years, let alone the last 20. And then considering the game's almost over 120 years old, it's, it's ridiculous to think that he's better than someone who was playing a completely different game 60 years ago. But it is worth discussing how great he is. Um, and he's phenomenal. He's absolutely phenomenal. His kick placement, his game control, there's a time around the 65th minute where Penrith, uh, sorry, the Storm are pushing some ridiculous passes. There's a lot of drop ball, and that, that gets tightened up immediately when, when Cameron pulls everyone in and says, that stops now. And, and you can hear him say it. You can see him say it. He says, that stops now. We Compose, compose. And, uh, and then we cut, I, I don't know if you saw this, but we then cut to um, Bellamy up in the box saying the exact same thing, but with every word that no child should ever hear, just absolutely bleeping kicking chairs and losing his mind but but Cameron's able to translate that exact same message he's able to do that to his players in a way that they can hear it and that, and that they can deliver that and um, and it's that kind of stuff that off the ball stuff he's on the ball stuff's great he scored that crazy heads up try he scored a crazy another crazy heads up try against us uh, but his kicking game his organisation his ability to just keep everyone on the same playbook um, is Tom Brady-esque and he can deliver so 430 games is, is although you, a lot of it is him playing in a team that's cheating the salary cap unfortunately Newcastle also cheats the salary cap period of time Warlogs do that and we don't asterisk any of El Masri's or Daryl Halligan's stuff and so it's hard for me to asterisk all of Cam Smith's um, achievements in 430 games doesn't matter how much you cheat to play 430 games is a ridiculous amount um, even if he's taking peptides or whatever the Sharks were doing None of those people end up playing 430 games. So, incredible achievement, whether he plays or not. Viking Princess reckons he plays State of Origin, which would also be an absolute NRL chaos moment. I can't see him ruining his his swan song like that. I mean, if he wants to retire and he's just done it with a premiership, it'd be crazy to go into the bubble again to go into State of Origin. I think he's probably better off suggesting that he's retiring now, but then maybe coming back next year. Um, for Brisbane or, or for the Storm um, than he is to and, and you know checking if there's a bubble or whatever next year because he's the kind of guy who appears to really love his family time so I can't imagine he wants to be out of his family unit for too much longer um, yeah so Cam Smith absolute legend of the game definitely one of the greatest definitely the greatest now definitely one of the greatest in the last generation of players Hall of Famer for sure um, with a lot of those Storm players and Big shout-out just at the end here to Justin Ollum, who had a, a reasonably good game. Didn't make any real errors. Um, he had a one bad pass thrown in, which he put down, and he, and he didn't officially score that try um, without it being, but only because it was kicked out. So love that bloke. Love all of the messages he's throwing back to the PNG and, and their development. I really hope that we've had some PNG players before, but we haven't had the pathway set up like we have, like we have them now. So... With Olam winning, winning this premiership and playing extremely well a year, being a, a real key part to why they've won, I really hope that this creates a, a boon, not just for PNG players, but for a lot of uh, virgining uh, uh, teams, that, uh, countries that are coming up. So, What a season. We've got a Dan Volandis, the man of feathers. The, the man with pants that are bulging with feathers. Everyone needs to take a feather out of his book. That man cannot stop. He's done an excellent job. It was great to see him there on the night. 
giving a big wink to Cameron Smith, getting all the uh, accolades from Tarmow, who was also going to be a future Hall of Famer, future immortal Tarmow as he captains the West Tigers of the Premiership 2021. But it's just great to see Volandi's up there, big smile. You did a big boy. Anyway, that's me in the car ride. That's me with the windscreen wipers. That's me done on my way home from Hey Sam. Thank you so much for listening to this mildly ridiculous way of recording an episode. The Wowment Tweet of the Week is brought to you by Chasing Kangaroos Podcast. Each week, Michael Carboni makes me say wow with his facts and interviews about the growth of rugby league. Give it a listen and subscribe on the socials. The Wowment Tweet of the Week didn't go to the one of the blokes that I wanted to see who would win it. It unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, went to Daniel Bowers, at Bower Daniel, who did the Penrith win 40-0. Cam Smith loses his remaining hair in the 79th minutes of your try. I love the visual. I love the uh, the little nod to him going bald. I love, uh, you know, Storm winning. Uh, sorry, Storm losing, Penrith winning. Um, so D Bowers has got it. But there needs to be a winner. And, of course, the winner is... Let's have a soundbite. One of you big, you got to play big. Yeah, I think that one, that soundbite works because this is the best tweeter of the year. It's going to at Fat Harry Lazy, you massive legend. Congratulations, sir. You've nailed it. You did a bunch of excellent tweets all year, which is really how you got here. But what you got you over the line it was the Darren Center for Excellent Studios. You've renamed um, my car, essentially. <laughs> But also, this will be something that uh, will resonate forever with this podcast, Aaron Center of Excellence Studios. So, Fat Harry Lazy, you're the 2020 Sports Best Friend Twitter Champion, and I congratulate you wholeheartedly, sir, on everything that's happened for you this year. Big love to men in beards, and big love from your beard to your beard toes. <laughs> anyway, look, get at me, dude, because I need to give you something, um, probably some kind of trophy. I think you're in Sydney, so it shouldn't be too hard for me to post to, to you. So get a, to, to get at me a bit with your address, handsome, so I can send you something. ASAP, congratulations! I'm feeling all right because I'm not going to get bruised. What do you mean, how am I feeling? Now, this isn't a real goodbye from us. We're going to have an episode next week with a guest, hopefully boom. Um, he'll do a what's going to happen in Origin, whole big intro into Origin, what we think is going to happen, looking at the squads, things like that, boys and girls. There'll then be a post-game one, a post-game two, a post-Origin uh, W, a post-game three. Um, and so then the season will end for us. So we'll, we'll keep going all the way through the Origin period and then um, have our break then. We do have something happening in the off-season, which I'll tell you more about um, once Origin's finished. But this is definitely not um, done for us. Congratulations, though, to everyone on a fantastic day, both teams. And I wish wholeheartedly that your team can make the grand final next year with us the West Tigers. Enjoy your sport for another week. We'll see, we'll hear from you next week. Get around good people on the socials like the Valley Diehards on Facebook. They've uh, just recently posted that the Valley Diehards are delighted to announce Scott Prince as coach of our proposed women's team in 2021. So if you'd like to be part of an exciting opportunity in the women's game, contact Shahara McDonald. There's a phone number which um, I'll, I'll post to register your interest. Congratulations, brah, on getting that appointment. And we hope everything goes well for you and everyone in that league. And join us again next week. We'll talk to you then, sports best friends. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes. And we bloody love yous.